Kicking and Streaming Podcast is brought to you by Cafe 1804. Premium Haitian coffee now available online at cafe1804.com. That's cafe, K-A-F-E, 1804.com. Hey, Graham. Hey, Jocelyn. Do you like food? Yes. Do you like grocery shopping? <laughs> no. With Instacart, never deal with germ-covered shopping cart handles, people waiting until the last second to pay, or having to dodge that one creepy dude who's always in the dairy section. Never again will you have to stop your binge-watching for the drudgery of grocery shopping. Instacart is here to save your day. For a low monthly fee, Instacart will have trained personal shoppers choose and deliver your groceries from your favorite store right to your front door. Or your back door. It's all up to you. Shop from anywhere using your computer, iPhone, iPad, or Android device. Schedule a delivery and have your groceries delivered in as little as an hour. Instacart personal shoppers fulfill your orders from the store you've chosen. Your personal shopper will pick your produce, carefully select all your items, and handle any items that are out of stock. If you're a picky produce person, don't worry. You can notate all of your preferences and that info will be sent directly to your personal shopper who will go out of their way to select the best available items. They pay close attention to expiration dates and carefully handle delicate items like eggs and bottles. Oh, and speaking of bottles, alcohol delivery may be an option as well. All of this for one low monthly fee, and it's unlimited. Yes, that's right. Have them running around for you every day of the month. Who doesn't want a grocery store lackey? To start your 14-day free trial, follow the link in the show notes to let Instacart know we sent you and to help support our show. Instacart. Never set foot in a grocery store again. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Kicking and Streaming here with me. This is Graham, by the way. I know you know who I am, but I feel like I always have to say that. So let's 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 do it again, Jojo. Right? <laughs> yes, that's right. We always we always we got to introduce ourselves. It's only polite. Yes, yes, yes. This is Kicking and Streaming podcast, a binge watcher's guide to streaming movies, TV series, and stuff. Here are your hosts, Graham and Jocelyn. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Kicking and Streaming. My name is Graham, and of course with me is my favorite co-host, the lady of the hour, the lady of the week, and the lady of the year, too. <laughs> because I said And it's so. only March. <laughs> it's, it's only March. So her name is Jocelyn, and dearly... From me, she is Jojo. Hello. <laughs> so this has been a very eventful week for us, particularly for me. But yes. as as a team of podcasters that we are, it was a big week because even though originally we were all, the two of us were going to PodFest in Orlando this year, but obviously for circumstances, Outside of the realm of our own control, Jocelyn, you couldn't make it. Life happened. Uh, yeah, life happened, exactly. So I'm, I'm hopeful because I know that this is an event that we will be going back to, at least for the next uh, few years to come. And of course, you know, you, you will be there the next yes. time. And uh, yeah. you, you will see how much happens in how 
good it is to be in this medium, <laughs> how great it is to be to be involved in this. I never thought of podcasting as, you know, making such a difference that we could change the world. But, you know, I just learned that we do, we make a huge difference. And that's enough for me to continue pushing through, right? Yeah, I um, am excited to hear everything that you uh, learned and I'm excited for us to implement it. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to kick it in high gear. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I, I think for me, the, you know, the greatest, most important thing are the people that I've had, I had the opportunity to meet, the people that are, are so open and ready to tell you, here's what I can help, here's how I can help, and here's my number, call me anytime. And, and you know, it, it's just that, like, for instance, um, Mark, Mark Bologna, a friend that I just made there, I told him that I, in the situation that I was, that I was, you know, not, not prepared to do a remote recording with you. And um, all I had to do was ask once, can I borrow your microphone? Because he had mentioned that he was planning on recording his episode in his room. And I said, can I borrow your USB microphone? I've got my computer with me. And uh, he was like, of course, <laughs> you know. And he brought it down with, with him. And he texted me several times trying to find out where you are. I've got the microphone. And whenever you're ready, I'll bring it to you. You know what I mean? That was That was fantastic. Yeah, that's awesome. That's yes. a that's a great community right there. Yes, 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 yes. And so let's go ahead and tell people uh, before we get started, a little call to action, <laughs> right? <laughs> so you can find us on uh, every social media possible. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. What is Jocelyn? Um, our <laughs> website is uh, com. Right. And um, you can just follow us if you want to keep up uh, all of our episodes. You can follow us, of course, on wherever you get your podcasts, you will find us. And of course, when you find us, just go ahead and give us a rate and subscribe so that whenever we post the next podcast, you can receive it. And with that said, let's go ahead and get started with the show. Today, we are talking about a Little movie from Amazon Prime, right? Yes. And it's an Amazon original movie called uh, Troop Zero? Troop Zero, yes. Yes. And so that movie came out, I believe it was somewhere in, Fe in February, correct? Uh, it was late January. Late January. Yeah. Late January. And um, I was fascinated from the very beginning. The first time I saw the... I saw the trailer and I knew that it was based on, uh, you know, mid to late seventies because of course of the fashion and the explosively big Afro <laughs> that Viola <laughs> Davis is fashioning on, on the show. But there's more to that show, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Well, I, uh, when I saw that it was written by one of the writers of Beasts of the Southern Wild, which if you haven't seen is is a beautiful movie and stuck with me for the years after I've, I've seen it. When I saw it was uh, that this was 
co-written or, or written by one of the writers of that, I was like, oh, I'm in. Because <laughs> yeah. this is going to be something special, I think. And um, and I, I don't think I was wrong. It, I, I think the story is, of course, one that's it's told been told many times. But uh, I think pretty much every story has been told many times. But this one's got some heart to it. And it's got a, a great, great cast. It, it, it has a, a really nice little cast and kudos to the kids because they all yeah. they all did a very believable and fantastic job yes uh, and and the adults of course didn't disappoint yeah before we get into the cast then uh, i will swing it right back at you georgia so that you can tell our audience what this movie is about in a nutshell no no, um, no spoilers no spoilers no spoilers <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh 1977 in georgia and uh there's a little girl named christmas and christmas loves the stars and christmas loves outer space And uh, she loves to go up and look at the stars at night. And, of course, living in rural Georgia, she doesn't have light pollution. She can see the stars like a lot of us can't. And her mother has recently passed away. And she's definitely an outcast, a misfit. Her best friend is a little boy who is called Girl Boy in the movie. Um, and she is captured by the sudden realization that NASA is coming to her little town to give the birdie troops, which I believe is something like the girl troops, but, uh, or like uh, girl scouts, but, uh, it's their birdie scouts and, uh, NASA is going to come and they're going to get the chance to talk on one of the, the golden records that went out into space, which is something that actually happened in, in history. (laughs) And so she becomes obsessed with, we are going to get there. We're going to win this competition and we're uh, going to get my voice on the golden record. So it goes out into space because I believe in alien life. I believe in the stars and somehow my mom is going to hear my voice. So um, it's all about the quest to become a, a birdie scout, to get a troop together and to get to Jamboree and win Jamboree. And uh, it's just, I, I loved this movie. I loved everything about it. You know, I, <laughs> I remember when, when the movie came out and I'm like, Jojo, we have to watch this. I remember because we, we were doing our, I think we were doing our, our special, our best of the decade special and that's when that was the first time we talked about this i'm like we have to watch this but i never thought that it was going to be i'm not saying good enough but i i never thought that it would pick our interest to the point of wanting to make an episode about it and uh i have to say you know watching this movie was great and (laughs) and I, i i know i told you this before we started the show there was a point where the little movie had me crying and I was like, that's not supposed to happen. <laughs> that is not supposed to happen. There's no crying in little Amazon Prime movies. <laughs> I mean, come on, you know. But there are there are some moments there. And as I said, everybody involved in this movie should be very proud of all the children that were that were part of the cast. Um, yes. And, and 
since we've already started talking about cast, let's go ahead and and and, and delve into it, right? So we have a young lady named McKenna Grace, who is the one that plays uh, Christmas Flint. I don't know. It's I've never said this about a child actor, but I think she was she was like she was born to play Christmas Flint. <laughs> I feel like it was. I feel like she was Christmas Flint. She she I, I, I one of the things I found very refreshing about this movie is I felt like the kids actually looked like kids and they actually had children playing children as opposed to 35 year olds, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I loved that about about the movie that, that you know, that the the kids in this are kids and they they screw up in in this movie and and it, the acting isn't perfect and i love that because i just think that it's as and i'm not saying that they're bad and that's not what i'm trying to say at all i'm i'm oh, just no. saying that you can see the humanity of them they're not little polished uh, movie actors you know that were born and bred to become stars these these are kids and and i i really enjoyed that part of the movie you know you are you are you are absolutely right there were moments where when some of the most fun parts of the acting was taking place, you could genuinely see that they're having fun. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Moments where they were throwing stuff at each other and throwing, you know, just falling on each other and laughing and joking, you know, that, that wasn't necessarily the whole, all about acting, but rather a bunch of kids having fun and there were cameras there filming it. Yes. So that feeling is, is uh, got also transmitted uh, out towards us, the viewer, and um, you know it's it's a it's a good moment. It's a good thing for this little movie. Now yeah. we're going to continue with the cast, but what do you think? How do you think the the reception of this movie? I haven't seen a, a lot about the reception of the movie, but how do you think it did? I haven't really seen anybody talking about it. I don't really know if anybody's watched it. I I don't, I don't know. It, I think it has like a, a 70% or something like that on Rotten Tomatoes if you're going to go that route. I just – I don't really think that there's a – I don't know that people knew how to label it, if that's the proper term. Um, I don't know that it had a slot that it necessarily fits into, you know, it's a PG movie. Yeah. So, but it's, and it's a kid's movie, but it's not a kid's movie at the same time. I mean, it's, it, I was thoroughly engaged with it the entire time. I never felt like, you know, it was uh, juvenile content right. or, or, you know, aimed at somebody at that of less understanding than an adult or something like that. You know, it, 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 definitely never talks down to you or anything like that so i'm it's a kids movie that elevate an elevated children's movie does that make sense i don't know if that yeah, makes yeah, sense absolutely <laughs> and, and, and it looks like it had it had at least it, it was exhibited at sundance festival and uh it may i don't know did it win something at sundance but i mean that that should tell us that you know this is a movie that critics uh, took seriously and and saw something in it, but you're right. Um, here's the thing. Again, these are the kind of work that I think over the year people would discover because thank God they're gonna be on a on a streaming platform, and 
there are those days where we're looking for something to watch that is not always the same thing we watch, and we'll stumble upon movies like that. Because I remember, what was this uh, movie, uh, Dumplin? What's it, Dump Dumplin? Dumplin, yeah, yeah, Dumplin. I mean, Dumplin is actually, over the last year, has been quite the the success because people are still going and finding it. Why? Because these are the little movies that we we talk about in you know in close session with friends that are talking about here's what I'm watching and blah 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 and then all of a sudden one person will come up and say, you know what? I saw this little movie. I didn't think much of it until I start to watch it and it was good. And I think this is the the kind the Troop Zero is that kind of movie. What do you think? I agree with you 100%. I am going to be telling everybody about this movie. Like watch it, watch it. You'll it's, just watch it. <laughs> and the 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 cast is carefully selected at least in terms of the of the adults in it because of course you don't know much of those children, you know. Right. Uh, but the adults are are big stars in their own right, right? Yeah. Uh, you have uh, Viola Davis, who plays Miss Raylene. <laughs> I don't know. This this was a very... I, I f- feel like she was having fun with this character. But at the same time, Viola Davis is, is, is such a serious, serious actress that you n- you know that she was putting all the work in it you know what i mean like miss raylene yes. was incredibly believable yes and you you could you could see her frustration uh, the the idea that you know she felt like she was stuck in in that little town and she seems like she she felt like she was destined for so much more yes uh, and into the ability to portray that in a character that it can be seen by anybody without words just just by seeing the the acting the character is, yeah. is something big isn't it yeah. yeah yeah and when when she called you know all of the kids in her troop my booze my booze <laughs> <laughs> and it, it never once rang false for me. Those were her booze. <laughs> you know, it was it was never just a line. It was never just something. I was like, nope, those are her booze. <laughs> and you know what I like about this character is first the reluctance of yes. I'm not doing this. Yes, little girls are creepy. <laughs> 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 she's, she's like give me arsonists give me uh, felons give me this i know how to handle them little girls little girls are creepy little girls are creepy <laughs> and she has a lot of good lines there like um there was one that she what was her name smash the little girl smash yes yeah she, she said something to smash that i actually wrote down something about like i know it's against the low smash but i will whoop you <laughs> and that was that was really good i mean not that i was expecting viola davis not to 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 not be good at this but she was you know better than any other actor would have been considering the i don't know the the dimension or the size of the movie Uh, you know i mean like 
Yes. Maybe another actor wouldn't have taken it so seriously. And in that respect, I know we're going to get to her, but I've, I I think I feel that way about uh, Alison Janney. <laughs> but yes. let's, yes. Uh, what do you think about Jim, Ga- Jim Gaffigan? I do want to mention just before we move on from Viola Davis that I know she believed in this movie too, because she co-produced it. So uh-huh. I, I know that she, uh, she wanted to get this story to screen, which I think is, is cool. Um, Jim Gaffigan, I was really impressed by him in this movie. I, I enjoy a stand-up. I yes, mean, I it's, it's repetitive, but that's okay. Cause he's funny. <laughs> yeah. And he can repeat but, the same joke like three times and you still laugh about it. I remember. Yes. Uh, I remember. Yes. Do you remember that, that, uh, hot pocket joke? Hot yes. Pocket. <laughs> I mean, he kept saying it and I kept laughing no matter what, <laughs> you, you know? Yes. Yes. Um, so, but he, uh, I, I enjoyed him very much. I, I I liked his chemistry and his reaction with with the little girl that played Christmas, his daughter, because uh, Christmas Flint is his daughter. He's he's boss man, and Christmas is his daughter. His boss. His boss, <laughs> and uh, he he has a little dog, and uh, he's a lawyer, and he he was just good in it, and he he made the character to me. I feel like. A different actor could have made it sort of a, a buffoon, yeah, or or an idiot, or maybe a little too sweet. Mm-hmm. But I, I felt like he he kind of nailed this character in making him, you know, maybe not always the smartest guy in the room, but definitely loves his daughter and wants to do the right thing. Yes, yes, big-hearted I, guy. It, it is. It is that kind of character, and you're right. I I feel like another actor would have taken it, you know, to a one hundred plus one hundred percent caricature, having that biased idea that you know I'm playing a dumb southerner. <laughs> you know, what I mean, yeah, yeah. And I felt like you know Jim Gaffigan had enough respect for the character to give it. A lot of different dimensions that you, you know he wasn't going to just take the easy route and 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 do a a sad imitation of a of a rural southern lawyer you know widower <laughs> with uh, with a little daughter you know so it, I was surprised to see him cast in this movie to tell you the truth and when I when I, was- I saw him cast I thought. Well, it's a it's a comedy, but it turns out yeah. it wasn't necessarily that much of a comedy, was it? No, it really isn't. I mean, there's definitely parts that'll make you laugh out loud, but it's more of a I don't know. I guess an underdog story. Yes, yes, that's the that's the kind of that's the kind of story that it is. You know, there's a lot of stories like that that would perhaps chose chosen a a, a sports discipline to to sort of to to be the central the center of the story. Ah, yes. You yes. Know what I mean? But yes. this was about little girl, uh, Girl Scouts, you know, and it was yes. fantastic, you know. And so moving on to Alison Janney, this is an actress that I respect a lot, you know. I do too. I, I do too. love her to fucking death because you know what? 
you know, CJ from, <laughs> I, I, when, I, I respect her because she was CJ on the West Wing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I respect her because she is, again, one of the best actresses uh, alive, you know. But I don't know about Miss, uh, her playing Miss Massey. I I believed her as Miss Massey. Every so often, it I always kind of like, eh. But I I really felt that she nailed the Southern accent, mm-hmm. which I I feel that a lot of people think is an easy th- thing to do. Oh, you just throw on a drawl and you're Southern. It's like no, it's, there's a, there's a whole like subtext and and yes. and another context. And there's that yes. words mean different things in, in the South. And the and, perfect and, use uh, of "bless your heart," for example. Yes, 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 yes. exactly. Yeah. It can mean so many different things. Mm-hmm. And with when 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 she would say "just playing, just playing," I was just like, play. oh, <laughs> she's got that so right. Yes. Oh, she's good. She's yes. good. Yes. So. She, she, I enjoyed her performance very much. There was a few little things I w- was a little eh over, but I mean, that's, those are quibbles really. I, yes, yes. Uh, we're gonna I certainly couldn't have done a better it. job. <laughs> <laughs> you nailed it with, with Alison Janney. It, it's, it, we shouldn't obviously hold it against her, whatever it is that we felt wasn't necessarily, you know, up to par, but, but, in terms of the character in in all of its nuances as you know a southern belle and we've seen so many bad versions of so- southern bells you know what i mean yes in yes obviously i'm, I'm not I'm, by, i'm not a southern belle expert by any means but i think i've seen enough of them <laughs> living in the south to know what they sound like what they say in 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 their comportment the behavior And I think Alison Janney did a pretty good job. I, I probably wouldn't have cast her for it, but yeah. 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 And so the little boy that you mentioned um, that played Joseph, who was um, bullied as girl boy. Yeah. Charlie Shotwell is his name. Yes. I don't know a lot about this kid as a uh, uh you know as an actor i'm sure he's been on, on on a lot of things but i felt like he was he was he was the guy for this character you know he he was yeah. you know he was perfectly cast and he delivered didn't he yeah he really did yeah. he really did it's uh again a character that could have i think gone into a sort of a a caricature pr- Uh, sketch performance but he he didn't let that happen yeah. to uh to that so yeah he was he was very good and i do feel like he also had such a huge message to deliver on his shoulders for you know for a young a little actor you know yes uh, a message of you know inclusiveness and and acceptance and 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 of of being you know, true to self in, in situations where, you know, because here's what happens. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that, but they, the, the whole idea of him being part of the, of the, of the scout girls, of the birdies, everybody sort of like frowned upon that. Right. 
Right, right. Supposed to be girls. Yeah. Well, this, it's an unwritten rule. It's not in the rule book. Exactly. That it has to be a girl. Exactly. Yet, when he started doing his thing, <laughs> you know, and he took all these old ladies and shit and made them look like queens, <laughs> you know. Yes. All of a yes. sudden, all of a sudden, nobody seemed to have a problem <laughs> with him. You know, I mean, so the entire idea of not accepting people from for who they are is is based on on hypocrisy <laughs> until uh, because until people saw the utility of who he is and what he can do you know everybody seemed to have a problem with him until then you know what i mean yes so yes it's 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 a very very poignant character in I'm proud that this kid played it, uh, you know, to perfection, to tell you the truth. Yes, he did. He really did. Now, how, what, what did you think of uh, Hell No Price? I loved Hell No. <laughs> Hell No was like a little Tasmanian monster, wasn't she? Yes. Yes, she was. I, th I think she's everything I've ever aspired to be in my entire existence. <laughs> Her name From is now Milan on, I'm going to be, uh, I'm, I'm not going to be JoJo. Maybe hell no. Hell no. <laughs> hell no. <laughs> Her name is Milan Ray, and uh, I was looking at the bio for these kids, and she seems to be the one that has the most, like, extensive, the most, uh, the, the largest bio in terms of having been on stuff. So uh, she's been she's been acting, I think, since she, since she was like four years old. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And she was the perfect hell no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and of course, her sidekick was uh, Johanna Colon, uh, also known as Smash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a great character. Yes, she was. And then, like, I've always thought that it's got to be really hard to play an entire movie without saying, just by just saying a few words, you know. Yes. But I think she had a lot of fun smashing and, and, and throwing stuff and, <laughs> you know, and, and just jumping on people. She was dope, man. Uh, yeah. Johanna Colon. She was great. Uh, she, she was great. She actually started as a YouTube star. Yes. She sang Respect. Was that what? Yes. 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 And boom, there you are, you know. Um, so it, it's, yeah. it's great to see that. That. Yeah. She's she's there, you know what I mean. Hopefully she'll she'll continue to to do her thing. <laughs> I hope so too, because she was she was good in this. She was joyful in this, and she uh, she's another one that you know. It's just a, a kid. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome to see a kid on TV. Yes, yes. So there was the little girl Anne Claire. She was sort of like an, an extremely religious kid. <laughs> <laughs> With one eye. <laughs> With the one eye. Do you know where, when I actually like really laugh on the very first scene that she appeared? When they went and asked her if she would be part of the thing and she decided to ask Jesus if, if Jesus would be, if Jesus agree. And I'm like, okay, so how do you know? Because it was like, it was like, hold on, let, let me pray. Ta -ta 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 -ta. Jesus, please say yes, please say yes. And then, okay, I'm good. I'm like, Damn, that was a quick answer. 
she's she's on the she's on the red phone when she she grabs that cross and, <laughs> exactly. and, and prays the red phone rings i guess <laughs> jesus goes like yeah and claire you're good <laughs> keep going <laughs> don't be coming up in here um mike epps uh, as Dwayne champagne um like what was it on he was on three scenes maybe I don't. Yeah, he he was he was not in very many. He was kind of in the beginning and uh, and more towards the end. Yeah, but uh, I <laughs> he was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Epps. <laughs> I was just like, well, why do they have Mike Epps here, though? <laughs> I, I kept asking myself, why? What is this? You know, but <laughs> but. He was good. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a ton of little characters in there that that contribute quite a bit to the show, but these are, you know, the top one that come the top ones that come to mind, except for the little girl that played Piper Keller. My God, how can you be so good at playing a mean girl? She was great. <laughs> she was great, and the the. <gasps> The back and forth between her and the other little girl, because, you know, there's the, of course, there's the mean girl troop. There has to be, you know, mm-hmm. this, this, but, um, so she's the Ashley Brooke plays, um, the Piper girl, who's the, I guess the head of the troop. And then she has her second in command, yeah. who she keeps taking lines from. And I just, <laughs> I loved that so much because, because her second in command would be like, you know, Blah, 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 blah. And then she would say exactly the same thing, but in a slightly different tone. And the second in command would be looking at her like, I am going to whip your ass. (laughs) (laughs) I just said that. I just said that. (laughs) (laughs) That that scene was funny. And I don't know. I don't. Hopefully everybody notices it does because they are funny. Yes. I just said that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's funny stuff man you know I, I don't know this is a funny little movie that everybody should give a chance to because uh, it's well done the cinematography is beautiful it really is yeah. and uh, it really is it really I think captures the feel another movie that captures the feel of the 70s and uh, the feeling of growing up poor and uh, the feeling of growing up feeling like you don't fit in with anybody. Yeah. And uh, I I loved everything about this movie. If I could hug this movie, I would. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that we, we decided to do it, to, to do this movie, uh, to do a podcast about this movie, because it reminded me of other other shows that we've talked about that we we discussed it with with a lot of joys in our heart when we talked yeah. about them yeah. not that i'm saying that we don't enjoy talking about a, a a series or a movie every week but there are some that there's this joy of talking about them i you know i, I can remember talking about shrill maybe uh, with yeah. that same feeling you know? yeah so um 
with, with that said, you know, I what else should should be said about this? What, what are you? What are your uh, closing watch words? Watch it. Watch it with your kids. Watch it with your kids if you've got them. If you don't have them, you know, <laughs> you don't have to have children to watch this movie, but this is definitely one you could watch with your kids. You know, the idea of of inclusion and being feeling like you're not normal or, or not the same as everybody else is something I think that a lot of us went through or are currently going through. And uh, I think something that, you know, as a child, it might be nice to see somebody on screen that maybe reminds you of yourself. Yes. Yes. So. And I would also say that as adults, we should always try not to judge, um, not to make a decision about whether we should watch or know something because it's, you know, it's a kid's movie and I don't, uh, I don't like kid's movies or I don't feel like I have to watch a kid's movie because most kids' movies nowadays aren't even like even even some Disney cartoon movies and shit aren't even uh, aren't even that kiddie movie anymore. Uh, there's so much more substance to what we watch. There's so much more so much more message in 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 those movies that it pretty much you know fits an entire audience, a general audience, regardless of whether the principle or the main theme or topic is about kids or for kids. So yes. when you see a little movie like that, just just do yourself a favor and watch it. And you'll see, yes. you'll come out better, <laughs> a better person, uh with with some very good laughs and sometimes a little bit of a cry on the other side. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yes. Very well then. So uh with that said we just going to uh, call it a day today, right, Jojo? Yes. All right. Yep. So the movie is called Troop Zero, and it is on Amazon Prime. It is starring Viola Davis, Jim Gaffigan, Alison Janney, and McKenna Grace as Christmas Flint. And uh, hopefully, after listening to this podcast, you get on and watch it. Yes, please do. Enjoy it. Leave us a little message and let us know what you thought of it. Very well then. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening this week. We'll be back next week with another episode for you. Um, in the meantime, if you, this is your first time listening to us, you can always go back and please listen to find all the other 53 episodes that have been done and see what you like. Listen to what you like and let us know what you think. Yes. On Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. Our website is kickinandstreamingpodcast.com. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>